You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It is The Dan Patrick Show on this Tuesday. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada, the former All-Pro wide receiver, filling in for Dan and the Danettes. And definitely we want to hear from you as we uh, kick off this final hour of the program. 877-99 on Fox is the number. Hold on to that because we're talking some NBA. Uh, Last night I was at the Crypt. (laughs) Crypto.com <laughs> arena. I'm still. Is that what it's called, TJ? Crypto.com. I want to say crypto. kryptonite. Crypto. Yes, crypto.com. It's gonna. It's gonna take get some used to because you might just want to say crypto arena and you got to put the dot com. Dot com. Right. That's what I keep wanting to do. But I was there last night. Me and my buddy David took in the uh, Nets at the Clippers, and we saw James Harden do his thing again. Uh, 39 points, 15 assists, 8 rebounds. The Nets have the best road record in the NBA, 13-3. and three. They did damage against the Lakers. Uh, as we know, TJ, on Christmas Day, at one point they led by 23 in the third quarter and won that game. Um, but let's talk Lakers because they're riding a five-game losing streak. We talked about the Dolphins earlier who have won seven games in a row in the, M- in the NFL after losing seven in a row, the first team to do that. But now the Lakers are down uh, and they're out. They've lost five straight. LeBron's playing great, 30 or more in his last four games, but they haven't accounted for wins. And there's all kinds of blame to go around on why the Lakers are as bad as they are. We get it. Anthony Davis is out. He's injured. But they still shouldn't be this bad. LeBron and Westbrook can't win any games together and, and the other people. And, and we don't want to hear about the you know COVID protocol and all that, TJ, because uh, Brooklyn just won two games against the Lakers and Clippers in L.A. No Durant. No Irving, and they got six other players out. LaMarcus Aldridge and other guys, and they're seeming to be able to put it together and still win games. I asked you first, what do you think is the biggest issue with the Lakers? Defense. I mean, they got to play defense. They've lost five in a row. Four of the last five games, the last four games, LeBron's been over 30 points in each game. And it used to be when LeBron had a good game, they would win. If he gets over, th- they're going to win. And so just, just specifically the last two games, you play San Antonio, you give up 138 points. In you your own Brooklyn, crib, dude. Are you kidding? You play Brooklyn, you give up 122 points. You have to be able to get stops. You have to be able to play defense. And you have to be able to have – some type of cohesiveness defensively to where if I help, somebody's going to help me, so forth and so on. We have our rotations. There's no second guessing Second guessing on who's going to be where, where am I supposed to be. We know this. And so it's too many times guys are getting open shots. Uh, we're not boxing out. Free rebounds, second chance points. But it's going to start on the defensive end because as quickly as they lost five, they can win five play Houston tonight, turn around and play Memphis tomorrow, Portland on Friday, Minnesota on Sunday. If you don't start winning some of these games, you're going to be in trouble. I agree. The schedule looks like they should win, right? And then 
Sacramento after Minnesota. So you there's there's winnable games. They just lost five in a row. I just named five games. They can easily win those five, but it has to start on the defensive end. I'm just interested to see who's going to be that guy, and it, and it should be LeBron or Westbrook because they're the best players on the team. Right, and, and the team and the team looks up to the, the guys. Right, if they they have to set a tone. If LeBron rolls up his sleeves and digs in defensively, it's hard for other guys, TJ, not to follow suit. Correct. Don't say a word. You don't say a word because you don't want to rub somebody the wrong way. You go show them. You go show them. If they, if they can't follow suit, it's not the NFL where you, you're just not going to be on the team. You just don't get any minutes. You just get on the end of the bench. And so that's what it needs to be. LeBron should play 32 minutes. Them 32 minutes need to be hard on the defensive end of the court. Westbrook. Now let me – 33, 34 minutes. Same thing. Westbrook always plays hard. But it has to be on the defensive end. It it has to start there. And so if LeBron goes from 38 to 40 minutes to 32 and he gives you great effort on the defensive end, everybody else follows suit. They win the game. They win. They can get buckets. LeBron, 32 minutes, okay, you give us 24 points. Okay, Carmelo and whoever else, can you pitch in to make up for the points that LeBron's not going to get because he's not playing as many minutes? That has to be the recipe. Now let me ask you, you mentioned Westbrook. Westbrook had a triple-double on Christmas night against the Nets. The only problem was he shot 4 for 20 from the field. I think he was 0 for 10 in the second half, including he had a chance for to pull within a point, right, with a dunk. Late in the game, and the rim blocked the shot, blocked the dunk. Um, So he struggled. Uh, Let's hear from Westbrook. Then I want to hear from you on where you feel like he fits in and can this work itself out. But let's hear from Russell Westbrook, who walked out uh, Christmas night without talking to the media, but uh, he's now talking. Everybody wants me to do certain things, Fizz, Frank, everybody want me to do this, but then again, they don't want me to do this. Honestly, I'm over the whole situation of what everybody else wants me to do and what they think I should be doing. And honestly, I mean, I think I've been, I've been fine. The conversation's been heavily on how I'm playing and what I'm doing, but I think people are expecting me to, to have 25, 15, and 15, which that is not normal. You know, we need to, everybody has to understand, like, that's not like a normal thing that people do consistently. When people are saying, Russ, be Russ, I don't really think no, nobody understands what that means. I think people just say it and just be like, let's Russ be Russ. But nobody actually knows what that means but myself. And I'm going to lean on that and make sure I do what I'm supposed to do and let everything else outside of the locker room, whatever that may be, um, take care of itself. Where are you, TJ, on the Westbrook? Uh, you know, does he really fit with this team because people – Chris Broussard and I first guessed it, didn't think it was a good fit for the Lakers, uh, but he's star power. He triple-double man, uh, one of the top 75 players of all time. Is, is this going to work? Or are we being too premature, and is he getting too much of the blame? He, he is getting too much of the blame. I, I will say that. There's only one thing in the comments that I don't like is when he said Fitz and Frank want me to do things. They're the coaches. If they want you to do them, you got to do them. Right. I mean, that's just what it is. If they're, they're the coaches. If they want you to do something, you got to do them. 
That that outside Especially of that, when the team isn't having success, right? Right. Try their way because your way isn't working, and, and, and so. But you hear this. I'm not an NBA player, but you hear the guys say this all the time. It's a make or miss league, and, and so the one thing you got to give Russell credit for is this: he plays hard every night. He gon he gives you everything, and it's a make or miss league. And some people say, well, he misses a lot more than he makes. But he impacts the game other ways, grabbing rebounds, assists, getting guys easy buckets. There's not too many guys that night in and night out can get you 20 with the amount of effort that he plays with. And he is a scapegoat because the Lakers expect greatness. And it's who's the reason we don't have greatness? Right. Who is the what is the reason? And And, and people can even know Anthony Davis – Hasn't played. We know he's injured now, but did, hasn't played up to par. Would you just admit that, right, to this season? Oh, he hasn't no. played Anthony, up to par. No, not at all. Anthony Davis has been uh, super talented, but he, he's just always hurt, man. Right. Anthony, he's, all, he's always hurt. And, and so even What does Charles healthy, Barkley call him? Street clothes, right? Even when he's healthy, his mentality isn't what I believe it should be. You're talented. You're big. You want to stay on the perimeter. Man, get down low and get these high percentage shots. Like, force them to double team you. Force them to foul you. Don't let nobody ride you off the block and make you catch it damn near at the three-point line. Hold your ground and play like a big man is supposed to play. And then occasionally you go to the outside where it's, occasionally he's down low and he's on the perimeter. And so that that's just how the game has evolved. But you can't have your entire team wanting to be perimeter guys on the court. All five guys can't be on the perimeter. you got to have somebody down low. And if they are going to be on the perimeter, let's knock down some shots. They're yeah. not doing that. They're not knocking down shots. On Twitter, I'm, I'm looking at these tweets uh, directed at the Dan Patrick Show at DP Show uh, on Twitter and at uh, me, at Rob Parker, FS1. But uh, they're saying, like, the loss of Caruso is haunting the Lakers. AD is the softest big man this league has ever seen. And other guys, like, uh, AD is the issue. He doesn't play like the number one or two that he was brought in for. AD needs to step up and be the guy the Lakers thought they were getting. And so there are people who are pushing. And now here's the only reason I think why Westbrook gets more of the blame than AD is because they won a championship with AD. And you remember that year in the bubble when they had the four months off. He wasn't hurt. He played big time. Right, TJ? They won a championship. But those did that time off? No, I, I get did it, it. Did it help? Like, I, I'm just a firm believer, man. And I was hurt my first pretty much three years in the league. And Anthony Davis made more – he made more money in one year than I made in my entire career. Right. You got to – when you had that amount of money, you have to invest in yourself. And you got to hire people that keep you healthy. You got to get the right training regimen. And that that's just what you got to do. And and it's not easy. to work is not easy. It's hard. Like, I started doing power yoga, Rob. Yeah. When, Rob, I promise you this. The workout was so hard 
I would be driving to the uh, Santa Monica and mm-hmm. all kinds of traffic. I would try to make a thousand excuses in my head. If I hit traffic here, yeah, I'm, I'm getting just, off. I'm just, I'm turning around. Right. Because the workout was going to be so hard. I didn't want to do it. Right. Wow. But it helped me so much. It helped. Once I started doing that, I never got injured again. Never got injured again. Literally. Three days a week, started doing that. Never got injured again. But it was so hard. Like, mentally, no lie, man. I'd be driving on the 405. I'm like, <laughs> if I hit traffic, I'm turning around. Right. Because I he- knew how hard the workout was going to be. But I knocked it out. Wow. Any excuse, and and I get it. And people are disappointed in AD, but I think the I think the reason that Westbrook does get it, TJ, is because he's AD the one who, <laughs> yeah, AD's hurt, and but and he's the one who's been traded around to people and haven't won hasn't won anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, like he's the one who it was supposed to work. He was with Harden and Durant, right? They didn't they didn't win. They were young, but they didn't get anything done in OKC. Then he also went to uh, Houston. Oh, yeah, this is going to work out. Him and Harden, uh, that didn't work out. Uh, he went to D.C. with John Wall. And no, for Be- John Wall. For John Bradley Wall Bill. with Beal. That didn't work out. So now he's with the Lakers, and they're off to a bad start. You know, so I think that's why he's the guy that people keep looking at and having. And then, of course, when you shoot four for 20 in those nights – and you're missing bunnies around the around the basket, and you have the rim block your dunk. I mean, that's when people start to go, "What is this?" Uh, let's throw the number out. We want to hear from you. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six. 63-69. We are playing the blame game with the Lakers. They have a chance to beat the Rockets tonight to snap this five-game losing streak. But who's to blame? You know. Is it Frank Vogel? Is he going to be the fall guy? Is it uh, AD? Is it Westbrook? Or is it LeBron? Remember, he put this team together. It might be the worst general manager job that the league has seen uh, since LeBron was in Cleveland. I mean, let's just face it. So we want to hear from you. It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada, in for Dan and the Danettes. Stick and stay. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It is the Dan Patrick Show on a Tuesday. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada in for Dan and the Danettes. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. We're talking about the Lakers. Five game losing streak, trying to break out of it. They play at Houston tonight, a chance to uh, get right. But who's to blame for this malaise? For this horrible start uh, for the Lakers? Some really bad games of late. LeBron's played great, but the team hasn't been able to win. He scored thirty or more. In his last four games. And TJ today on The Odd Couple is normally a trash talking Tuesday. So I figure that some people will be trashing some Lakers or people, coaches, front office people, as we talk about what's wrong with the Lakers. So we want to hear from you, 877-99 on Fox. Corey in Orange County, you're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. 
How you doing, guys? You know, I'm a, I'm a diehard Laker fan, and at the end of the day, I'm, I'm putting the blame on Rob Palenka. I, this, this team, you know, last year, how they were constructed, yep. they, had, they had defensive guys. And with Kuzma, KCP, Harrell, Caruso. Caruso. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they were rolling. People don't forget, last year, first half of the season, they had the number one record. Going into the playoffs before the injur- injury to Davis, they were rolling against Phoenix. They were just laughing at Phoenix, killing them at, at home. And then all of a sudden, they decide to blow up this team. They got rid of all the young legs, all these great defensive players, kids that were developing. And then they just signed about nine veterans. And it's now, just, let it's me ask you this, though. Right. When, when, you, when you get LeBron, it's all about this season. He has to win. He can't wait for people to develop. He's always gone after. This is what you get when you get a player like LeBron in year 19. He's not willing to wait two years. Am I right, TJ? I mean, this is the problem. It's oatmeal society, man. We want everything quick. Right now, microwave. Microwave society. Get, give, give it to me now. Give it to me now. I want this instant oatmeal. And it's what one of the callers said earlier. You had Brandon Ingram. You had Lonzo Ball. But people forget. You had Julius Randle as well. Yep. And, and, and so young guys that would play with energy on both ends of the court they don't have it because they mortgage the future for now. And if you're going to mortgage the future for now, which, which is fine because certain cities, you don't have time to develop and build guys. You want it now? The guys that you sign now have to get it done. I, I don't want to say that the Lakers are old, but I just found out what their pregame meal will be in Houston tonight. <laughs> It's uh, sodium-free bacon, decaf coffee, and a chest X-ray. Now, so so, <laughs> it's the oldest team in the NBA. You knew it was coming, did you? Something, something crazy. Yeah, another caller, Paul. You're on the air, Paul and Palm Springs. Talk to us, Fox Sports Radio. Did we lose Paul? Eight seven seven ninety nine oh Fox. We got more. Night, nice not talking to you, Paul. We got Manuel <laughs> and Gardena. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Manuel, you're not there either. So we'll go to Benny in Hollywood, Florida. Benny, you got something to say to us, man? You're on the air, Fox Sports. Hey, yeah, I do. What's uh, up, Benny? You look at the. Li- Hello. Yeah. What's we- up? Go ahead. Hey, you look at the Lakers roster and you're looking at the 2010 All-Star team. I think this is a young man's league nowadays. You look at what the Timberwolves, sorry, the The Cavaliers have been able to do. Yeah, so I think that the Lakers are outdated and it's time to look at the facts. All right, appreciate the call, Benny. Thank you. 877-99 on Fox. You see that some young teams are putting together, like, Cleveland's got a nice little young team, am I right? And and uh, also, um, who else did he mention? The Timberwolves, they got a little something going. It is a young man's league. I, I, I just wonder when you put together the oldest team in the league, you're going to have these, and older guys, too, aren't as consistent, TJ. You might, you might get nine threes from Carmelo one night and 0 for 9 the next, the next game. Like, like that's what happens to older players. And offense is, it's like rent. It's due all the time. You, you don't own that. Defense, 
is something that we own. It's ours. We commit to it. It's an everyday type of thing. And so you, it's a make or miss league. That's what these dudes are always saying. There. It's a make or miss league. You know, I knocked down shots that had a good game. It's a make or miss league. You know, the shots didn't go down. You never hear them say defense is a sometimes thing. It's what they do. Like Golden State, they're going to play defense every single night hard. You know, you know why? Because Draymond Green demands it. He's going to play defense hard. Everybody else follows suits. That 2004 Pistons team, which I covered closely, you remember that beat the Lakers? TJ, you remember that team. They rolled up their sleeves. They played defense. They got stops. You don't see that kind of defense anymore because the rules have changed a lot. But you can. You're right. It's a commitment you make to play defense. It just is. 877-99 on Fox. We got Fox. We got some more calls on the Lakers. Uh, who's to blame? Who you got? We got Sean in Sacramento. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Talk to us. I believe we just talked to Sean. Pep in Greensboro. Uh, no. Nope. Oh, okay. Sean, there, there you go. go. Yeah, I'm go from another mother and the best hair on radio, TJ, man. Before I <laughs> Hey, my God. Yeah, hey. there we go, Sean. Okay, okay, hey, okay. Man. Y'all, y'all, I just caught y'all on that uh, the dark side of the field over the weekend doing some streaming. Hey, y'all added so much to that little biopic, man. TJ talking about he had to had, uh, had to give Chad those hand signals to remember his routes and ride. Man, I think you needed a cigarette and some baby oil after you got done bashing the Patriots during that one, man. That was an amazing watch, fellas. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. But my, take, my take real quick, man, is how are we being the lead, man? I, as, as great as LeBron numbers are, he just transformed himself into Russell Westbrook from the Oklahoma City Thunder, man. You brought all these bad players in. Let's not forget they had the deal on the table for Buddy Hill. You telling me they can't use that three-point shooting right now? And on top of all that, LeBron brought AD over there. LeBron was the one tweeting out, hey, y'all just remember, bring that same energy in the middle of the year when we all killing it. I don't think so, brother. Hey, hey Rob, add some hot prune juice to that meal that they have in pregame. Man. <laughs> this team is way too old. They don't have any kind of depth. And if your biggest player right now is relying on Russell Westbrook, Yo, Ash's last three teams with that results in either an early exit or no playoffs at all. Enjoy those stats, Bronny. No <laughs> doubt. Sean bringing fire on this what Tuesday. Is he, is he not? Hey, Pep and Greensboro, you, it's hard to follow that up. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. I'm here. I'm a long-time, long-time Lakers fan. And you were saying who's the blame. The blame is collective. It's not just it's LeBron. It's AD not being able to stay healthy. It's it's having a, a, a general manager who really doesn't quite know what he's doing. And and then, of course, I even will say coaching because I feel like Fogel as a coach was known as a defensive coach. Right. And we're not playing defense. So how does, how does that factor in? But the, the, the players that we brought in, in addition to, in addition to, to Westbrook, none of them play defense. Let's think about nobody's thought about that. We don't we don't have a defensive stopper on the entire team. And the, the, the one defensive stoppers or one or two defensive stoppers that we're supposed to have are post players who become non existent on the offensive side of the ball. No, um, no, there's no doubt uh that the defense is lacking, but we saw A D play defense, right? Uh TJ, we saw him 
uh, play some defense when they won that bubble championship. Last year, the Lakers with those younger, younger legs, all those guys they got rid of, they were the number one defense. So it ain't like that they weren't doing it, but now you got a different group. And whether it's Rob Palenka, the general manager, or LeBron James, the pseudo-general manager, or whatever, they've made some calculations and made some moves that just haven't worked out, and that's why they're in the situation that they are. 877-99 on Fox. We want to hear from you. We got Kevin in Burlington. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Way up here on the East Coast, but uh, I grew up, up in L.A. Days of uh, Kurt Rambis, Michael Cooper, <laughs> guys like that. The problem is LeBron, I mean, look how many games he's missed since he came to the Lakers. And now they just get a bunch of old guys, and all these old guys are looking around like, who's going to play D? Which one's <laughs> going to do something? Well, The worst thing they could have done is brought Russell Westbrook. I mean, he thinks he's playing tennis. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know. Um, they rough, man. They rough. They are rough. People, but people are, you know, Laker fans expect a certain thing. You know that. You're from California. TJ, you guys have, are used to a certain uh, uh, kind of uh, effort and energy and being in the mix Right, you might not win every year, but being in the mix and you look at this team, it's hard to watch. When you see the the, the San Antonio Spurs come in without uh, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, and score one thirty eight in your building, you don't think you get notice of that and go, "What was that?" It's disheartening. Uh, I'm a Laker fan. It, it it is for sure disheartening, but. These men, they have families that see this. Some have kids that see this. And so you can comment. You can be disappointed. My my advice to, to the fans is never make it personal because they're human beings that have families. I that, agree with that. Although they may not say, oh, I read. They read it, and if they don't read it, their families are reading it, and so that's just that's just my advice. No, they uh, they know what's going on out there. You're 100 percent right. I mean, you can say all you want. What I've always said to when I you know when I cover players in in the cities that I work, TJ, I always tell like especially young guys when they're coming in or whatever. I just say, remember, all that stuff is for the fans. So if you get caught up in it, you know, and reading when you hit a home run or score a touchdown and then when you drop a ball or make an error or whatever, you're going to be mad. I'm just telling you, this stuff is for the fans. And if you take it too serious, you'll get, you know, your feelings hurt. 877-99 on Fox. We got some more calls. Alex in Miami. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Yo, what's up, man? Listen, TJ, bro, you were a beast out there on that field, man. I love the idea. I still put you in my Madden game. Just hey, appreciate you. <laughs> Miami fan, LeBron. Okay, hey, Alex, we, got, we got a bad cell. Your phone, you're in a bad area, man. We're going to go to Manuel in Gardena. You're back. Hopefully, you're going to talk to us. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, TJ, you know I'm a big fan. I've called you, LeVar, my dude, Plexiglass, Burris, on Saturdays because you guys be doing the damn thing. I love the show. Rob Parker, you know you're my man. I call you every time I can. And I, I was listening to Magic City Monday. So I think I know why the um, Lakers are hurting, man. You know, it's all about look good, feel good. Has anybody seen LeBron's 
care treatment. That thing is garbage, man. He's a Come multi-millionaire. On. And he should have at least some kind of a passable hair treatment like my man Drew Brees. Until he does it, the <laughs> Lakers are going to be swimming in shark-infested waters. Wow. They can't play D worth a crap, man. And you know I'm a Laker fan, number one. But if we don't get that D together, man, it's a sinking ship. Love you, fellas. All right. Appreciate the call. And he's right about the D. If they, you don't get that straightened out. It's going to be hard to beat anybody. 877-99 on Fox. Jump in. It's the Dan Patrick Show on your Tuesday. Rob Parker, TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. we got a few more calls we want to get in on the Lakers. we got Jeff and Richmond. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, I love everything y'all guys do, man. Big fan of both of y'all. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks, bro. But on the Lakers, man, what about some of the younger talent that they had and let go? Didn't really give them time to grow in the um, in the league, and then you know, like I tell my son that plays sports, they looking to add water and stir and just get a championship. It seems like just bringing in all the talent, um, in just the names and of, of the um of the people in, and then I think it's like you know too many Chiefs, not enough Indians. Oh, uh, what right. do you guys think? I, I I agree, and and TJ mentioned it earlier about the microwave society. excuse me, and wanting everything quickly. But when LeBron James' championship biological clock, TJ, is ticking, right, that's why these things get pushed and they're like, we don't have time to wait for Kyle Kuzma. We don't have time for these younger guys, right, to, to develop and become better players. We need to win now. So let's squeeze in a couple more calls here on the Dan Patrick Show. We got Chris and Dayton. You're on air, Fox Sports Radio. How you doing? What's up, Chris? Dayton, hey, Ohio. Uh, enjoy your show, and uh, I live in Ohio. And TJ, I always thought you were the uh, the best receiver that the Bengals had. I really do. Wow. Uh, Chad, who I don't know, you know, what I'm saying, but I, uh, hey, Chris, I appreciate it. But I, and I thought I was the best as well. Thank you. <laughs> okay. uh, real quick. Uh, I don't know why we're still talking about the Lakers. Uh, you know, it, you know, they're, they're kind of has-beens, really. Uh, LeBron, he wow. everywhere he's went, everywhere he's went, he's picked his team, and that's what the problem is. If he would just play uh, his game and let the general manager and 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 the, and the administration uh, put those teams together, they, the Lakers would be. Well, better off they really would be, but but let's talk about the the Warriors. Now that's the team. When uh, when uh, Wiseman and Clay come back, I don't think anybody's going to be able to touch them. All right. Well, we'll see when that happens. Uh, but they look good so far, and you're right. They'll be adding other pieces. It's going to be uh, tough. It's going to be it's going to be interesting out west. Uh, we got a couple more. We got Shine in Oregon. You're on the air, Fox Sports Radio. It's sad to listen to people be so disrespectful to the Lakers and LeBron. You know, nobody's ever put together a team like that. I've never seen no player ever go from team to team and do what he does. I got so much respect for the man. And I'd like to say that this is all because of health issues and age, but I'm not ready to to pass on the olive loaf yet. And, you know, this is just, um, this comes down to the health. And, you know, this is just... Okay, so wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me push back on your because other teams are going through this. Brook 
Brooklyn has had they're missing eight players. They have, they have 13 and three on the road. They beat the Lakers and the Clippers. They didn't have Durant. They don't have Irving. They didn't have Lamarcus Aldridge. I get the the COVID. I get it. But but other teams are going through it as well, and yet they're still winning. The Lakers are giving up 138, 122, uh, 120 points a, a night. You can't win in the NBA if you don't play defense. Can you at least acknowledge that they're not playing defense? I'm going to acknowledge it, that everyone ain't playing defense. I'm in Portland where they gave up 81 points in the half. <laughs> I mean, we, we don't play defense. I mean, this has this been an issue uh, all throughout the whole league. And people gotta gotta realize, you know, man up, play D. If you want to win, there ain't no uh, team under a top ten defense that wins a championship. You don't even win a championship unless you get down to do the dirty work. All right, appreciate the fact. call. Coming up next on the Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio, TJ's boy Tom Brady has been struggling, struggling the last two games. TJ, what's going on with Brady and the numbers? We'll dive into that next. It is the Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. It is the Dan Patrick Show on your Tuesday. Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada filling in for Dan and the Danettes. Hey, TJ, I saw this stat and on uh, this is from ESPN Stats Info. I don't know if you saw this last night after uh, the loss by um, uh, last night after the Saints lost. And uh, Ian, Ian, what's I just forgot. Ian Book. Book. Ian Book. The Notre Dame quarterbacks. The Notre Dame quarterback stat. I'm sorry. Here we go. And it's Notre Dame quarterbacks have now lost 23 straight starts in the NFL. The last win was by Brady Quinn, who, of course, is on the morning show here on Fox Sports Radio. Back in week 13 of the 2012 season against the Panthers. So Brady Quinn is the last Notre Dame quarterback to to win a start in the NFL. Is that an unbelievable stat? It's about to be 10 years. Wow. Crazy. That is a crazy stat. All that tells me is if I'm a high school quarterback, man, uh, I don't know if I can go to Notre Dame if I'm trying to win some games in the NFL. Man. That That is is unbelievable. That is an unbelievable stat. So that streak continued when uh, Ian Book's first start did not uh, go well for the Saints. Um, Let's talk about quarterbacks. Let's get into Tom Brady. And the Bucs are in a good spot. They're still winning games. They've had a couple of bumps along the way. But they were shut out by the Saints, and they do beat the Panthers. Uh, what was that, 32-9, to nine, if, if I remember the score correctly? It wasn't a, it wasn't a good game. But, but it won. wasn't a good – there you go. And that, that's my point. Tom Brady, can you believe, in his last two games, a loss to the Saints, a win to the Panthers, has one touchdown and one interception. There were people coming into that game against the Saints who thought that Tom Brady 
had the MVP in his back pocket, and it was his to lose. What's happened to Tom Brady? Is it the injuries and the missing weapons? What's going on, and why has the offense uh, come to a grinding halt? Your best receivers aren't playing. That That's never a positive. It, it doesn't matter, but it, it happens. You know, it, it, it does happen. But they finished the season with the Jets and then – the second game of the division against the Panthers. He's going to get on a roll. Now, Godwin is gone. And so, will Mike Evans make it back for the playoffs? It looks like the Bucks are going to be playing in the first round. And so, will he be back? You, you have A.B., you have Grunk. Will Leonard Fournette be back? And so, Tom Brady, when, we, when you're an athlete – you're going to have some good games. You're going to have some great games. You're going to have some not-so-good games. And he's just having some not-so-good games. And in the last two, they went one and one. I think a lot of teams with – I don't know a team outside of the Green Bay Packers that wouldn't take the Bucks season right now. And so they're in a position that at the start of the season, they said, hey, if we're, we had this record, would we take this with two games remaining? Everybody in that locker room will say yes. I get that. But one of the things that the Brady minions always talk about, Tom Brady has done, excuse me, has done more with less than anybody else. So they've always given him extra credit. Oh, he don't have any receivers. Oh, look who he's throwing to. Other than the year that they have Randy Moss. He, did he have help his last handful of years in New England as far as skill guys? No, but but they've always said that he didn't have a lot of great players uh, offensively, but it was him, that he made them. He's the one who made Wes Welker, and he's the one who made uh, Danny Amendola. He, he's the one who made those guys. And all I'm saying is, well, which one is it? And so now when, when Tampa Bay didn't have all their players – Brady can't move the ball. Brady can't get a touchdown. Brady can't do anything. Is, is that where we are? He's not that kind of player anymore? The Saints just put so much pressure on him. Even if he had Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and A.B., which he did have Godwin, he got hurt in that game. They're still losing that game. They, they pressured him so much. They're still losing that game. It, it, it wouldn't have mattered on the outside because they couldn't protect him. They're still going to lose. I, I say this, when you bring up the West Walker and those guys, I look at when those guys didn't play with Brady, what did they do? You, you're not, you don't have to equal, just, just come close. Just come close. When Brady's not there, those guys, the stats were nowhere in the – it was no comparison to Maybe they needed the defensive Brady. signals. Maybe that would have helped, no? Now, I, 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 that's, one thing, that's one thing that I do agree with that – New England, they're they going to bend the rules. Okay, I'm just saying. They, they, they are going to bend the rules. Uh, you ain't, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. That's what they say, right? And so bending the rules, that's what they do. And I if think, it was that easy, everybody, everybody would do it. Rob, all I know is this. When I was playing, word was the Colts went no huddle because they would get everybody's hand signals defensively and tell Peyton Manning in the headset. That's why they went to the defensive play caller having a headset as well. So now you didn't have to do the hand signals. You could signal it in. But what happened was they weren't getting defensive signals in quick enough, so they were doing it, and they were still doing the hand signals. And and so 
That's why a lot of teams started going no huddle. That's why we started going no huddle in Cincinnati. Mm. Coaches never told us, but I knew that was the reason why. You get the signal. You see the defense. You tell the quarterback, okay, it looks like it's going to be fire zone from your left side. We're going to call this, look for this. If they, And so they have enough time to talk to you. Last thing I want to get real quick. Uh, how shocked are you that Aaron Rodgers has a chance to win another uh, MVP after that first game of the year. We only got about a minute. What? Not not shocked at all. Aaron Rodgers is so talented. Rod, A-Rod is super, super talented after that first game where they oh, should have been worried about wanting to be out of Green Bay. Look right. at you. You're, you're, nah, Aaron Rodgers, he's that dude. I'm not shocked at all. And there's a chance of it. I mean, obviously there's two more games. They got the best record in the league. He's uh, winning it. It's done. It's over. It's his. Is it? Yeah. Who can you give it to? Taylor and, Rogers, and the Colts? No. Man, the, and that's another thing, Rob. The MVP is a quarterback award. They're never it give it to anyone else again. They need to start changing this award uh, thing up and just make, make it the quor- award, best quarterback of the year award. Best no running back, about best it. receiver. Do it that way. No doubt. Hey, great show as always, TJ, man. I appreciate you so much. And uh, we had a ball. Filling in here on the Dan Patrick Show, uh, the herd with Colin Cowherd and crew are coming up next. And don't forget, check out the Odd Couple tonight, seven to ten p.m. Eastern on Fox Sports Radio. And also, TJ, people can listen to your radio show up on Game on Saturdays. Uh, TJ Hushmanzada, Lavar Arrington, and Plaxico Burris, and also he has a great podcast called the Lemon Pepper. Parlay Podcast, which you can get on the Extra Points Podcast Network. All right. Great filling in for Dan Patrick right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick and stay.